Hello and welcome everyone to episode number 19 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related, with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. You know the usual, I got fellow co-host, B-Money3Stacks aka Brandon Smith. How you doing man? What up? I'm alright. Hanging in there, it's been a really stressful week, but uh, yeah, I just got a lot going on right now. So I'm just like, been super busy. Trying to get all that done, and uh, got some things in the works, so, yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm just uh, trying to make it through life, one day at a time. Hey, that's the only way to do it, man. Yeah, this week has been super stressful. Like, it's just, it's been a lot of shit. Uh, especially for yeah, all of us in our front like, group. Yeah, not only with, like, other... Yeah, not only for like us, but like I don't know for yeah for for us definitely, and then like just in general, mine has been super stressful too. So it's like I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's like uh, you know, every every so often you go through I guess times in your life where you're just like, man, like I am busy, I'm stressed out, I just want to break. Like a and that's vacation. how I'm doing right now. I feel yeah, that. that'd be nice. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, man, I really need like a week off or something. Yeah, I just need to. I just need to hit like a mental reset, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like go somewhere. Just like, but I, dude, I I was thinking about like going like camping. Just like Ooh. going to to somewhere like basically removing myself from the world for a while and then just like enjoying the great earth in all of its glory, I guess you could say. Dude, you might get a chance to fight that bear we were talking about. Bro. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'd throw hands, dead ass. <laughs> no, but I'm with you, man. I, I need a little vacation, too. But, uh, you know, we got Columbus coming up, so that, that'll be like a little mini, a little mini vacation, so. Yeah. I'm hoping nothing gets in the way of me going, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Is this in regards to what I think you're talking about? Probably. Okay. Something similar, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, hopefully nothing gets in the way, but, yeah, um, I'll know closer to when we get there. We'll see. Hell yeah, man. But, yeah. Uh, Go show. Let's, let's, let's get into it. So, uh, as many of you know... Uh, we had our first modern pro tour in I think over four years. Uh, it was pro tour Lord of the Rings, and what do you think of the event, man? How'd you feel about the coverage? You know the the matches. Well, what's your overall uh, view on it? Uh, I mean, for me, I watched basically everything that was constructed. <laughs> I. Didn't really watch any of the limited portion just because, like, I didn't really play much of the set. And to be honest, like, I wasn't a huge fan, like, huge fan of the set, anyways. Uh, I was a fan of the set for the constructed cards that came out of it, but I wasn't a fan of just like, I, I just wasn't a fan of of like the limited format in general. So. Uh, I didn't really watch the limited portion too much, but I watched basically all of the constructed portions. Uh, coverage was great. 
Um, couple things that I pros and cons, I guess. Pros, Cedric was back in the booth. I really liked Cedric being back in the booth. He's super knowledgeable and he's very um he he can kind of play both sides of the coin. Uh if you're like watching it and you don't necessarily know what's going on, he can he explains it in a way that you could not ever really play the game of magic or not play like super competitively and understand what's going on. And uh also the the con that I had was that um was that uh Marshall wasn't there. Um I really like Marshall when he's on like the coverage team. Um but yeah. Now I think Corey and, and Riley killed it. I think uh you know Cheon's always great. Um having Cedric back was really dope. I still am waiting for the day that they get Patrick and Cedric back together. That'd be so gas. That'd be like the golden days. The good old SCG tour dude, days. It'd be like, yeah, the old SCG tour, dude. That'd be so cool to just be like, because I remember, remember last Pro Tour where they like, where Rich Hagen like joined the news desk for like, maybe like one small segment. And he was like, I'm still here, but I'm in the back doing all the production or whatever. Yeah. But it was awesome to see like Rich Hagen come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I wish that they would do that with Patrick and, and uh and cedric i think that'd be super cool uh to just see them back together like commentating the whole thing um not the whole thing but obviously just a portion of it but yeah no maybe maybe one day i doubt it though i think patrick's pretty much like out on like trying to do coverage and stuff really you think he's but for the right amount of money yeah i think anybody would do it for the right amount of money yeah i mean i think it'd be super cool but i don't know if he'd ever come back if that makes sense I just don't, I don't know if he desires to do that anymore. And I could be completely wrong. I don't really, I, I've met him like once or twice, but I don't really like know him personally. So maybe if they were like, Hey, we'll pay for this and we'll put you up and we'll pay you X amount of thousands of dollars to come do this. He might be like, sure, let's do it. But I don't know that he would just, I guess, go out of his way to ask to do it. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I enjoyed Cedric being back. That was that was really fun. Um, I don't know that that pro tour just had a very nostalgic feel to it. I think it's because it was modern, and uh, I think just the way they casted it and they streamed it, it just felt pretty good. And yeah, watching the modern games, you'd think you'd be like, oh my god, it's so boring, but the games were pretty intense and kind of like I don't know they were just very good games yeah no it, it was it was a pleasant uh, like welcoming back to modern on the pro tour uh, I will say that I thought it was great that there was basically no downtime yes it was just match match um, match match yeah and obviously it's like pre-recorded stuff and it's like you know, if you're playing in the actual pro tour, then you don't want to necessarily like spoil it on Twitter and stuff. Like, hey, I'm now three and four, or you know, hey, I'm still six and one, or whatever. You know, like, so I think that they like tried their best to not have people do that, uh, or the people that were there tried their best not to do it, so they wouldn't like spoil anything. But for me, I was like, I was kind of like flipping back and forth between Twitter and watching because I was trying to follow Dom the whole time uh because he was playing amulet so like yeah i was trying to like follow and see like did he win his match is he still 
you know, X and two or whatever it was. And yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I thought the coverage and everything was great. I, I still think that this is like not where I want it to be, I guess, as far as like coverage goes. I wish they would do a little bit more. Um, how do I say like a little bit more like interacting with talking the players? To people. Yeah, like interacting with players, like talking with people and like, you know, stuff like that. Um and yeah, no, it would be it'd be super cool also if like somehow if you know, obviously the Pro Tour is like at a spot where um you know, they had like they had multiple events going on, right? So like the Secret Layer Showdowns, for instance. I think it'd be super cool if there was like a sub channel that you could watch the other showdowns that are going on there. So like it doesn't even have to be like a huge setup, but just like a camera over a table showing the matches that are going on for like the other big events that are going on. So like but there was like three secret layer showdowns that weekend or like two or something like that. And like those have really high prizes. Like those ragavans aren't cheap. And and I think it'd be super cool to just like all right, well, I don't want to watch this limited portion. Let me just tune into this camera that's sitting on this table and this is what's, you know, this is what's going on over here. I can watch more modern or whatever. I think that'd be super cool. Would they ever do that? Probably not. But why do you not? Why, why do you think they won't do that? Is it just, uh, just too because much production value or too expensive? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like, what do they benefit from doing that? Right? Like, there's no commentary. There's no nothing. Like, I'm not trying to get people to commentate it. You know, I just wish there was a camera set up on a table to just like show a modern game, basically. In like the downtime, I wouldn't even care if it was just like sitting there all day on, you know. Um, I just think it'd be super cool to, like, flip back and forth between the couple of things, or like have them both on at the same time. So I can be like, oh, secret layer showdowns on my left monitor, the main events on my, you know, my middle monitor. Oh, I've got this other secret layer showdown or this finals of this PTQ or whatever on my right monitor, you know, like stuff like that. But that's, that's in a perfect world. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm basically just like, I'm putting more icing on the cake. <laughs> so I'm just glad coverage is back. I'm glad the Pro Tour is back. That's, that's the main concern. No, I agree. Uh, overall, it's, it's, it's very good coverage, very good games. Uh, modern was pleasant to watch. And recently I've been grinding a lot more modern. Yeah. Um, and I honestly have to say the format's really not that. It's not as bad as people make it seem to be. Like, sure, there's some really good cards in Modern, but I wouldn't say the format isn't really enjoyable uh, to play. Because I've been having a blast, but... Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a firm believer that the format's fine right now, and I don't think that they will ban anything uh, when it comes around to the 7th, in a couple days, basically. Next week, next Monday, I think. Yep. Um, I, I don't... <laughs> I've heard a lot of people speculate, oh, this needs to go, that needs to go, this needs to go. Like, they don't make the format so much better. But it's like, I, I I get people's concerns. And I get people saying, like, hey, this, you know, this card's oppressive. Or, you know, I'm tired of getting turn one double griefed or, like, whatever. Like, I get it, right? But there's, like, an ebb and flow to the whole thing. Like, if you remove some type of archetypes or multiple archetypes, 
That just means that the ones that were there that got pushed out are now going to become even more relevant moving forward. And it's like, do you really want like these, like Merktide's a prime example, right? Merktide's kind of been pushed for a, a little bit now because of the one ring, because of Orcish Bowmaster, things like that. But if you like get rid of some of those cards, then you're like, and and like get rid of a card that, for, say for instance, you got rid of the one ring, like then Merktide just becomes like super good again. And just like, I don't know. I, I just, it's it's a hard thing to balance. And I'm glad that I'm not getting paid to do that. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, if anything, realistically, I could see some unbannings in Modern. Um, but I mean, we can, we're going to cover yeah, that. Did you see the Twitter world go nuts? You see the Twitter world go nuts with their like, their like predictions? Graphs of yeah. like, yeah, their graphs of like, this could be good or this could be this is terrible don't unban this don't unban that don't unban that and it's like this is fine it's like bro some of those lists i was like no way yeah like you, ponder no preordain. it's like yeah like uh freaking like so i think somebody put green sun zenith was fine i'm just like no no hell no you can you can green sun zenith for omnath like no yeah no, hard pass <laughs> i'm good on that dude i'll pass I mean, I, I okay. I would be okay with it too because that means I can green suns even for Titan. But no, that's a that's a hard pass on on the green suns. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep it a buck fifty with you. Um, let's let's talk about the top eight because the top eight. I've been hearing a lot of arguments on both sides. Um, arguments. Of, yeah, <clears throat> like people being like, oh well. Uh, this deck obviously overperformed. They need to get a card banned. And then people being like, no, I think this format's fine. Primarily, it's two decks that I see people complaining about. Um, so the full top eight was uh, Simon Nielsen on Monogreen Tron, Jake Beardsley on Rakdos Scam. They, they want to call it Evoke, but nobody's ever going to call it that. Christian Calcano on Monogreen Tron. Javier Dominguez on Mono Green Tron, uh, Marco Del Pivo on Teamer Rhinos, Stefano Vinci on Teamer Rhinos, Kai Boudet on Teamer Rhinos, and uh, your your favorite player in the top eight, B-Money, Dominic Harvey on Amulet Titan. That's my boy right there. So, I've been hearing a lot of talk that Tron is by far and away the best deck in Modern right now. Um, and, you know, given that people want either Karn the Great Creator Band or they want the One Ring Band. And then, obviously, people want Grief Band. Um, that's nothing new, though. People have been complaining about Grief for God knows how long now, right? But, um, I don't know. How do you feel about this top eight? Do you think it was a good representation of the modern format as a whole, or do you think this was just... People I think every prepared. I, th I think everyone that talks about how unbalanced the format is looks at this result in a vacuum, and they look at it as like, oh, this tournament represents the entire state of the format, and it's like, I think people need to like take a step back and understand that this tournament is like equivalent to what would be like essentially like a. I would say equivalent to like a world series or like simpler, similar to like a super bowl for football or like some, you know, some comparison like that in the sense of 
you're you're choosing a deck and you're making a choice based off of what you think you're going to see that weekend, not based off of what you think the format is as a whole. Like you're testing for that weekend specifically based off of the metagame from the last couple of weeks on how it's trending online in like bigger tournaments in paper, things like that. And you try and find your percentage points in the deck you're choosing and how you build the deck. So like, I don't think that, I don't think that people should look at this top eight and say, Oh, mono green Tron is just so good. It's so overpowered or, Oh my gosh, Rakdos evoke. It only had one copy in the top eight, but they had X amount of copies in the tournament or, you know, oh, the only reason that Team of Rhinos made it is because you can do broken things by cascading spells or, you know, it's just like, I, I don't think that you should look at this top eight and go, oh, the X, Y, and Z are the reasons why the format is not healthy or something, you know? Like, I, I just don't think that. So, I don't know. I thought the games in top eight were great. I watched every single one of them. I thought that... The top eight was fine. I mean, there was three copies of Rhinos, three copies of Tron, a copy of Rakdos Scam, and a copy of Amulet. I mean, realistically, Rhinos is the answer to Evoke. Uh, Tron's the answer to Evoke, or excuse me, Scam. So it's like, you know, it's it's like we're you're 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 having all the best minds in the world come together for one weekend to try and catch an edge against everybody else. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just I like the top eight. I like the games. I thought it was great. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see what everybody else is seeing as far as, oh, you know, um, this is un unhealthy or unbalanced. Yeah, but I think I, some cards are oppressive. Yes, but I like that. Yeah, I think the main talk is mostly the wondering. Realistically, um, that card's really fucking good. Uh, I don't. Like, that card just never feels bad to cast. It's literally, like, four mana, like, time walk plus card draw engine. Like, it, that card's very, very good. So, I mean, I don't know how Wizards is going to respond to the format. Um, you know, I never thought I would say this, but... Part of me kind of doesn't want the Wondering to go, like, completely. I would love it if they restricted it, right? Um, but realistically, the, the odds of that happening are slim to none. But I've actually been enjoying my games where, you know, not only do I play the Wondering, but even the games where my opponent casts the Wondering, um, it doesn't feel unwinnable, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of answers to the Wondering. Um I mean, there's an okay amount of answers. It the the one thing that people complain about mostly with the One Ring is that it just generates so much value, right? And yeah. I get it. Like, yes, you're correct, but there's multiple strategies to go around the One Ring. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, like everybody, everybody, everybody going into this tournament was like. Oh, mono green Tron, or uh, I mean, oh, the one ring is going to be played in all these four color Omnath decks or whatever, right? So let's just play Tron and destroy them. And guess what happened? They played Tron and destroyed them. <laughs> like, everybody that was playing Rakdos Scam was like, I don't want to think so hard about my games 
I I will I will have to do some thinking, but at the end of the day, I can still turn three Blood Moon or turn two Blood Moon and win the game on the spot. Like or double thought sees you on turn one and win on the spot, basically. Like there's a lot of non-games with 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 Rakdos that I see the argument for the other people saying I want grief gone. And you know, but I don't I agree with you. I don't think that the format as a whole is in a terrible spot. I would like to see it continue to play out for a couple more months. I would like them not to put a full year behind this, you know, because I did they say did they say that they were doing it once a year now in August or something like that, right? I I don't know the specifics on how they're doing bannings, but um, they're doing them a lot less frequently. So I think maybe I think they're doing them once a month. I mean, excuse me, not once a month. They're doing yeah. Is it not uh, twice a year? No, it's once a year for sure. They look at all format bannings once a year. But they also look at emergency bannings when sets get released. That's what it is. So if they print a card, for instance, like Hogak again, right? They're going to be like, okay, this card cannot be in this format. We're going to go ahead and ban it. Or if they reprint a card into standard, modern, whatever, like that they go, oh, this card's too powerful for these formats. Or Pioneer, for instance, like if they like reprinted lightning bolt and standard or something you know they're like okay well we want lightning bolt you know because people love the card lightning bolt but we're not gonna we're gonna ban it in pioneer because we don't want lightning bolt pioneer you know gotcha like, yeah so like, I, that's how i think they're gonna look at it i mean that's fair I, I think that's that's okay people will feel more incentivized i think to build modern decks um because, you know, people don't want to build the deck and then get their deck banned and then have to go and build another modern deck. So people will will probably build more modern decks now with that kind of new system that they have. Yeah, um, and I think there would be a lot of jaded people if they just went ahead and banned the One Ring right now. That's fair. People are talking about Bowmaster, too. But Bowmaster is eh. what's keeping the One Ring in check. Yeah, I mean, so, I think it's kind of funny that the best answer to Bowmaster is another Bowmaster. I <laughs> just, so. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, but the only, but if you look at it, right, like the only decks that are truly playing the the Bowmasters are Scam, and then like, I think there was some creativity that was playing it, and I think there was Yogg's um, playing it. Y'all, Yogg's playing it for sure. Scam. Um, yeah, else. and so like. There's not a ton of there's not a ton of like decks playing it really. It's just that one archetype has to play it, otherwise they lose to all the other cards. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the blue black control decks playing it. Yeah, no, like these two creativity decks, which I was very surprised that these two creativity decks went so deep. They got seventeenth and eighteenth, both creativity decks. And that I was surprised that five color reanimator deck made it to fourteenth. That was crazy. Was that not the yeah. only copy of it, too? I'm pretty sure. That attracts the deck? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the only copy. And that guy just... He went on the run of a lifetime. I guess so. if you expect a room to be nothing but Tron, right? Like, non-interactive decks. Espe- oh, and decks, like... That decks probably shits on Scam. Because they just, like, thought sees you. And you're holding, like, double Atraxa. Or, like, double Reanimate. Like, they have to take the reanimate spells. 
Well, also, you're also playing Grief Ephemerate, too, so, like, you, you can also just, like, uh, gets turn, turn one, pitch Grief, or, you know, pitch Tainted Indulgence to Grief, uh, you know, cast Ephemerate. <laughs> Ooh. And then, like, yeah, it's, yeah, no, I mean, it's super good. Uh, I think that they're, I think that the deck possibly has legs, but I don't know how many legs. It's not a spider. Yeah, no, it's probably got like. It's probably a human. Yeah, it's probably got two legs. <laughs> yeah, because I wouldn't call um, it a chair either. That'd be way too many yeah, legs. Yeah, that'd be way too many legs, yeah. It's called a turtle, I guess. But... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, but it's like I mean, turtles have half a legs, right? They have what? Kidding. They have half legs. Oh, yeah, they are short. And because they are slow. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Um. No, I mean, I enjoyed the top eight. I think it was great. Um. With that many redundant decks in the top eight, I was like, oh, this is going to be so grueling to watch. But even the, like, like the matches were good, like we said. Especially that bro. Tron game. Like, bro. versus Scam. Oh, my. That game, game four, four of the finals, bro? Oh, my bro? God. Dude, that game was so hard. Oh, my God. Shout out to Calcano for just being an absolute monster. Like, yeah, that shit cooked. The, but the amount of self-control he had to have to do that was just... I, I personally think that that was Jake fucking up. Yeah, by tapping his lands. Yeah, when he four. picked up yeah. his two lands, Calcano's like, nah, you... He's like, nope. No, nah, nah, you're gonna have to thought seize me and then crocs me. Like I'm not. Hell no. Yeah, no, it was super impressive. I mean, but he could have he could have played it and cracked it and drawn another non-land, but I don't think he wanted to risk it, which makes sense. Yeah, you don't but want to rip also, a land off the top. He like him just like knowing the line immediately of, I have my ensnaring bridge in play. I have to go get exactly haywire might to you know get kill rid my haywire might. Kill, yeah, kill my. No, no, kill my um, my ensnaring bridge to attack. He just added a counter to the ballista. Oh yeah. He went yeah. and got haywire might, exiled the his own ensnaring bridge, attacked, and then pinged him for the kill. Yeah. It was that was really good. Uh, no, but the game's really good. And then unfortunately, game three was a non non game really. Like, so was game went... two, the one where he dothied and thought sees him and got Ulamog. Yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious, oh though. God. I was like, damn, dude, Dolphy's cracked. <laughs> dude, Dolphy is fucked up. I was running dude, a league. that card's so good. I was running a league, and this happened twice against my Tron opponents. I hit Karn the Great Curator, sacked Dolphy, uh, cast Karn, shut them out of the game, right? They can't activate the artifacts. Mm-hmm. I then, they, they would play the One Ring. And then I minused my Karn to go get my Phyrexian Metamorph out of my sideboard to copy their One Ring. No, that's pretty cool. Like, it's so sick. And then, oh, I mean, did you see that one that one scam up uh, player that he cast his uh, his opponent's Karn the Great Creator? And he did, he, it was uh, Kazune Kasaka. That's who it was. I think he got 10th. But he, like, thought sees his opponent's KGC out of their hand. And he had the One Ring in his board and like one other artifact so he went and grabbed the one ring out of his board and cast it oh yeah he had one copy of the one ring he had three copies of unlicensed hearse i think and then like a pithy needle two chalices two engineered explosives in his board and he just like 
ticked down and everybody was like what the heck is going on like the chat i i try to stay away from twitch chat but at the time i had it open yeah and i was like i was like everybody's like what the heck is going on he's like what is he going to get out of his board you know whatever and then finally he just like revealed the one ring and everybody was like oh shit like <laughs> oh shit this is crazy <laughs> Dude, oh, that was so great. sick and then another game I just went got Phyrexia Metamorph copied my Orcish Bowmaster so my opponent was exactly at one copied it and then Damn. shot him it, dude uh, it's so good like Karn is so good Dolphy's so good it's just it's what Modern's turning into right like Modern if we I kind of stood I kind of took a took a step back the other day and I was like I'm looking at Modern now as opposed to when I started playing Magic right it was extended technically but like yeah. and then type type two or whatever it's called uh but um and that was like when i was a kid so i don't really remember what it was called type something um type one type two uh but like looking at the format when it was like first announced and like it first became a format everybody was like playing like kind of decently new cards like they weren't too old and now we're getting to the point in our careers where like We've been playing Magic for a really long time. Yeah. And we're seeing all these old cards that are now becoming essentially like... Obsolete? Uh, well, no. I'm just... I'm not going to say obsolete. I'm just saying like... Niche? No. I, for lack of better words, they're becoming like nostalgic. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, when like, somebody casts a Tarmogoyf, I'm like, oh, dude. Sick. Yeah. And like it has a couple of reprints since then, but for me... It's like I was playing Legacy 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Before all these new cards came into Legacy and all these other things like that. And now I'm looking at Legacy and I'm like, dude, this format's ancient, but it's so much fun. And now people that are starting to play Modern nowadays are probably looking at Modern the same way that I look at Legacy. In the sense of this format is awesome. I get to cast all these cool spells. I get to do all these cool things. And I just have to assume that people that are now starting to play modern that <clears throat> maybe were playing Pioneer before, or they just played Commander, and now they're just getting into modern. I have to think that their reaction also is I get to cast all these cool spells. Like, and so yeah, I I don't I don't know. I think I think modern slowly becoming like the mo modern is slowly becoming the modern day legacy. <laughs> so no, like yeah. he that's not really a joke I, I genuinely do agree with you I, I i do think that modern is becoming the new legacy um i just i don't know man like I, I i also took a step back and i'm like modern's never gonna be what it was in 2016 i just need to get over it like we're never gonna have quote-unquote fair modern anymore where the most fucked up thing you could do was play Karn liberated on seven right like yeah back then that was like oh my god this is just disgusting and now we're at the point in modern where corn liberated is just okay you're just like okay cool like yeah <clears throat> like yeah no it's 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 cool i will say that it was a super feel-good moment at the pro tour whenever jake won his semifinal match and ran over to his girlfriend immediately and like hugged her and kissed her or whatever and like was just so elated the fact that he he's now in the finals of a pro tour and then when he wins the finals of the pro tour he immediately just like pops off bolts off the table and just goes and finds her and like 
it was super uh, it just makes you like tugs on your heartstrings a little bit because it's like it was his birthday the weekend before or the week before like he won the pro tour basically on his birthday weekend mm-hmm. like that's just i don't know it's super cool it super i know sick. that he was like a guy that like was like a roanoke like i think he went to virginia tech i think for school and so he was like not too far away from Roanoke, is like forty minutes. So he used to like grind all the local Roanoke events back in the day. So a lot of those guys up there, like around the Roanoke area, like know him. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I think it was a super like feel good moment to like l- like live in that moment in time where he's like, this is my first first pro tour. This is my birthday. Like my girlfriend's here. You know all this stuff like. I just thought that was a super cool moment for that to happen. On uh, the flip side, yeah. I feel bad for Kalkona. Has he won a pro tour? He has. He right? has not. No, he's, oh. only, he's only top eight in one other pro tour. Damn, dude. Yeah, he's won like three or four GPs, I think. But okay, okay, gotcha. No, I do. Okay, I, I do. I, I do no, feel bad for the dude. Um, it, you know, it's yeah, it is. It's it's a double edged sword because you feel super happy for you know the winner but you also feel terrible for the loser it's like realistically would you rather go 03 drop or would you rather get second at the pro tour i'd rather get second at the pro tour that was very easy is that a a real question that that, that was very easy for you to answer i just snapped that off yeah well i I would rather be the runner-up of a pro tour i get to go to worlds I, i think what i'm trying to say is is that it hurts more i think to get second yeah, for sure, but like, I don't know. I'm I you get over my it. life where I'm like, yeah, you get yeah, over no, it pretty I'm, fast. But yeah, I'm at the point in my life where like, for me, like even top eighting the pro tour or like top sixteening the pro tour, like I would still be elated to be in that position to like requalify for the next pro tour and be able to go to worlds. You know, like true. That is true. Yeah, I would just be like, this is this is uh, this is what I've been grinding magic for for the last x amount of years yeah that's true i will i will say it was also dope to see the german juggernaut back in the top eight after like basically not playing magic forever forever yeah <laughs> um who's the yeah, who, no. who is that again is that um kai bude kai bude okay yeah it's the german juggernaut that was his ninth or no that was his 10th that was his 10th or 11th pro tour top eight and he's won nine of them. Jeez. Yeah, he is the jug. He's he's basically the goat, honestly. That's crazy. Yeah, he's won he's won like nine pro tours. Yo, shout out! That's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, I didn't know he like had that many fifty something years old. Yeah, he's like fifty something years old. Oh, so he's like a wizard. Yeah, he's basically Gandalf, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing this shit for a long time. Okay. No, no, no. I like his nickname, though, the German Juggernaut. I think that's great. That is pretty sick. We have a new name for Simon Nielsen, too, since he is now just running the table on these Pro Tours. He top-aided the last Pro Tour. He went undefeated in the Swiss of this Pro Tour, basically. And then he top-aided this Pro Tour. The Danish Destroyer. The Danish Destroyer? He is now the Danish destroyer, Double Simon D. Nielsen. <laughs> okay, let's not go that far. <laughs> Double D, the Danish destroyer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And then I was really sad to see Dom losing top eight. I was really, honestly, 
if Jake doesn't win his top eight match. Oh, he runs away Dom, with the Pro Tour. And and Dom doesn't have to run into Rakdos Scam. Dom wins the Pro Tour. 100%. Yeah, a thousand percent. If he won that that top four, he, you no know, offense to Calcano, but he would have ran him over. Yeah, I, it, the, the top eight was just great for him. Like, I was like, this is it. This is the time. Dom's going to win the Pro Tour. He's going to win it with Amulet, of all things. My my pet deck, his pet deck. Ah, oh, I was so excited. And then it was like, he gets paired against Scam. And I was like, fuck! <laughs> no! <laughs> Bro, that's a Titan player luck. Bro, I, it's Titan bad. players are so unlucky when they get to top eight. They play against their literal worst matchup. Oh, yeah. Never fails. Sure. It never fails. Yeah, it's crazy, honestly. Is Rakdos? Well, yeah, Rakdos actually does seem terrible. I don't know what's worse oh, for the you. matchup's awful. I don't know if four colors worse for you or scam. What do you think? Uh, they're about the same, honestly. Uh, I think four color is a little bit worse. Um, because we can play it. Like, as long as we don't get, like, turn one griefed twice and then, like, turn three blood mooned without having a way to deal with the blood moon, then, like, we're pretty, we're pretty boned. But four color just has so many answers to everything that you want to do. So you have to just get really lucky against four color to beat them. Um, Are you it's sure? Very hard to outgrind them. Are you sure four color plays a lot of answers? They only play solitude, lane line binding, Teferi, prismatic ending. Yeah. What else? Okay. So what are what are we doing? We're casting amulet. Prismatic ending deals with that. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I was being sarcastic. Uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm about to cook this yeah. dude. What no, are you talking I was about? Being sarcastic. I was like, I was warming up the pot. No, dude. Dude, I was I, getting the water boiling. I was just listing that they have so many answers. They have leyline binding, <laughs> Teferi, Solitude, God, Basaju. Yeah. Oh man, like you could literally just name a random card and four colors probably playing it. Ella Shinorn in the main. God. Yeah, I was. I will say that I was surprised that there was no, like, basically no Yawgmoth, like, anywhere, like, in the top, like, X amount of decks. I think the closest Yawgmoth deck to top eight was like, I think it was like nineteenth or something like it that. It was five and two, and they were. Let me see. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. No, it was 16. it was nineteenth. I see seventeenth at five and two by Claudio Miranda. Uh, I no, I think you might be looking at, you might be looking at something else. I'm on actual melee. So oh, I'm on the second I chance PTQ. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Well, that no, 19th too. was the fur the, the closest Yogg deck. It was when 11 and five. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, however, that the, the meta wasn't really that diverse to be honest. I mean, we were looking at it, and we're like, everything's fine. But at the same time, like, I was kind of looking at it like, this wasn't that great. Um, like, meta-wise. Yeah. This PTQ so, has... I don't know, this PTQ has a lot of variety. Yeah. Like, barring the top eight, of course. No, even the top eight. There, were, there was a four-color control deck. There was a Naya Scape Shift that got second place. Four color Omnath in third, Rakdos Evoke in fourth, uh, Murktide in fifth, uh, Scam in 
sixth place, living in in seventh, and then scam again in eighth. So yeah, a lot of scam, but the other decks, I mean, they're pretty pretty diverse. Yeah, I will also shout out to my boy Thomas Gunn, oh Nashville native, coming in fifty fourth in his first Pro Tour at ten and six. Yeah, that's uh, not playing bad. Playing Mono White Hammer. Yeah, he picked up. I think three losses total, or oh, I think it was four losses total in limited. I think. Um, yeah, he. No, he he three out his second draft. No, he threw out both drafts. He only lost three in constructive. I think. That's so, not bad. No, yeah. no, no. He he went one two in both drafts. Sorry. Okay. I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. Gotcha. Yeah, he went 1-2 in both drafts, and those were his only losses. He went undefeated in Modern, uh, playing Mono White Hammer. That's, that's the issue, I think, with Pro Tours. Um, or not necessarily an issue, but I think that's where a lot of players kind of struggle the most, is limited. Sorry, he was 10-6, and six, so he lost two constructed rounds. I'm an idiot. I can't count, because math is hard. And I live in the South, where people don't know how to count, so... Uh, yeah, he lost two constructed rounds, and then he lost two, or he lost four limited rounds. So he went ten and six, uh, but he requeued. So ten and six is a requeue. We take those all day. If I so, could just go back to back each for a tour, I'm not tripping. Yeah, like, I know, and that's like super hard to do. And I think it would be, <clears throat> I don't think it's easy to do that. No. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, back to back queuing is just like I think where you really truly want to be. Um. But also, like, what I thought was funny. Did you see the interview with Simon Nielsen, like, in the 14th round or something like that? What happened? Where he they, like, interviewed him? Did you see it? No, I don't I don't think I did. <clears throat> okay, so they interviewed him, and he's like, I think it's, it's the round before he concedes to Javier. So I think it was, like, round 14. <clears throat> and, or it was, like, the end of round 13. And he's, like, 13 and 0, and he's, like, or he's 12 and 0 or something. I don't know, something like that. Um, he basically, they interview him and he's like, oh, you know, you're obviously killing it. You're undefeated. He's like, yeah, um, I'm already queued for the next two pro tours. I'm queued for worlds. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm just kind of out here having fun. Uh, I've been writing my, my bachelor's degree thesis in between rounds uh, because I need to get that done. And like, and, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I've been trying to write my thesis uh, between rounds every round or whatever." And they're they're just like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, but I'm just having fun, you know. I'm already queued for all these other pro tours and worlds and all these other things, so I'm I'm just kind of just out here doing my thing." And then he's like casually 12-0. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Golly, dude, <laughs> that's crazy." That is wild. Shout out to him. He used to be one of my coaches. In what the the mastermind group chat? Yep. Yep. The old magic mastermind back in the day. With old Simon Nielsen. Uh, yeah, I've heard you talk about that before. What, what what is that exactly? Is it just you pay for coaching or? Yeah, so it was like a monthly subscription thing where they would do like a every single one of the coaches. Um, so there was four coaches, four coaches total, I think. Um, and each of them will, every week would cover a topic on a live stream, like a private live stream. So one of them would cover limited. One of them would cover like 
you know, your mentality towards the game. One of them would cover the modern format. One of them would cover pioneer format or standard format or whatever. Um, but they would just like play games, talk about the games, ask people would ask questions. You know, it was like a video chat where you're like talking to people, like everybody had cameras and stuff. So it was, just, it was super cool. And uh, we also had like group chats where you could like ask deck opinions, get questions. Like I remember Travis Wu would basically do a lot of like life coaching essentially like in order like it was always like if you're gonna go to a big tournament you need to have a good breakfast you need to have something balanced with protein throughout the day and be drinking water constantly so bring a bottle of water with you and things like that where it was like don't necessarily look at the game as i have to win look at the game as you know what can i do to not lose and stuff like that so um yeah no it was super informative it's super dope it kind of dissipated after a while um but uh there's still a group chatter or two that are still relevant so um yeah it's super super cool gotcha okay so you know with the with the pro tour concluding and you know modern season about to pick up i say we we talk about SCG Columbus, which we plan on attending next month on the first. Um, well, yeah, it's next week tournament for us, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think anything else comes before that. So, I- I'm pretty excited for Columbus. I'm waiting until the seventh till I order my deck and kind of make a choice because I would hate to build the deck and then, you know, with my luck, they'll... Band. yeah, exactly. You can just build a band-proof deck like me and play Titan. Nah, Titan would get hit if they banned the One Ring. Stop. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I don't have to play the One Ring. <laughs> but we want it's just to. Good. Sure, of course. Why would you not? It's like, it's like, oh, you can have two free toppings on your ice cream, but, in, you know, also, it's not going to cost you anything, you know? Like, that's what the One Ring is for Titan. It's like, oh, I get free toppings? Sweet. <laughs> True. Yeah, it, yeah, that's just a little spicy card. Titan will, would it, it's still going to be you know a deck if the one ring gets banned. Um, for sure. So speaking of, of those events, uh, what are you kind of locking in for uh, the modern season in Columbus? I know stupid uh, thing to ask you because crazy. It's a crazy question. It's a, it's, okay? it's, crazy. it's honestly, I am just at a loss of what I'm going to do. Wait, I'm no, you you've kind been, of all over the place. You've been playing burn. Yeah, I mean, you were, for sure. You were hyping, you were hyping Burn up. You're like, hey, damn. that's because Burn's good right now. Like, damn, right. I think Burn is in a great spot. I think so too. Um, I agree. Yeah, no. To answer your question, though, I think that I'm probably going to end up playing. Yeah, I'm playing Amulet. There's no way I'm playing anything else. You're crazy if you think I'm playing anything else. Um, yeah, I'm just locking in Amulet for the whole season. I'll qualify the first week, uh, and uh, we'll be good. Facts. That's what I'm excited for, man. I think. I think this year's our year. Uh, I, I'm definitely like zoning up in. to this point. It hasn't been. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> no, I had to take my mental break. At least for me. Um, I, w- I will. I would like to, to try and make it to Pro Tour Chicago. I think that'd be super cool. That's what I'm uh, saying. Partly because, partly because it's Chicago and like Chicago's kind of cool. I've already, I went there for Christmas. And then, like, also because it's still going to be, like, in February or, Mar- or March when it's going to be, like, still snowing in Chicago. 
which is going to be cool. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think it'd be super dope to go. No, I think I think this is the year where the boys hit the pro tour finally. Um, I mean, we already got one there. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the rest of us. Yeah, I know. We um, just gotta, I'm, gotta I'm, make it in Atlanta. I am ready to get on the pro tour. Uh, ready to do a lot more play testing. Um, right now, my choices for Columbus are Scam, uh, Four Color Omnath. And those are primarily the, the main two decks I've been testing. But I, I think if the One Ring doesn't get banned, I think the right play is to just jam Tron, realistically. Like, Tron is it's very good right now. Yeah. Um, th those are kind of the, the top three decks that I'm kind of honing in on. So I'm waiting until the 7th. I think if the One Ring gets banned... Um, What's the best option then? Do you think it's like what, like Team of Rhinos? Amulet. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. No, I, I, I think that like Rhinos or Murktide is probably gonna be like up there, if that happens. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know that we didn't really pre we didn't really talk about it. We've kind of been talking about the Pro Tour and stuff, but like briefly, like very quickly, do you think that any like if anything gets banned, I mean. Obviously, something's going to get banned in some format, one way or another. For sure. But if if they ban multiple cards in Pioneer, what do you think they are? In Pioneer, uh, I yeah. think Karn's going to go 100%, and I think that is the only card in Pioneer that I can see them banning. I think everything else in Pioneer is completely fine. I don't see an issue with the format, aside from Karn just not allowing you to do really fucked up shit. Um... I don't think they're going to touch Nick those because that just, that kills all the other Devotion decks. You know. I mean, there's no other Devotion decks, but yeah. It, it would just stop people from wanting to, like, some some dude might want to roll up and play Master of the Waves, you know, Mono Blue Devotion with Thassa's Oracles, right? Like, like I've seen those decks around, and they, they I don't think they want to nuke those types of decks. And they also want, like, it's good for a format to have a, a ramp deck, right? So yeah, I I don't think the issue with mono green is the I'm gonna play big stupid idiots and win that way. It's just that they have the alternate win con of Karn getting busted artifacts out of their sideboard and also being like a combo kill. Okay, so hear me out. What if? Mm -hmm. All right, I have a hot take. What if they just banned Pestilent Cauldron? I don't think that would. I don't think that would fix the issue, though, right? What 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 issue would it not fix? Well, the issue is that Karn can also get hate pieces. Sure. So it's like it just it doesn't have a bad matchup. Cause I mean, it does have bad matchups. It does, but, but what I'm saying is like it would soften the deck up more than more than what Pestilent Cauldron would would really do. If that makes I mean, sense. Pestilent Cauldron takes the combo out of the deck completely. That does kill the combo, but I just I don't know. I don't know. It I kills the combo completely. There is no way for them to combo in any way, shape, or form after that. Because they have to be able to loop the planeswalkers and they can't. Yeah, no, I I, I so, understand that. It's just the fact that Karn can still go get Stone Brain and like that kills yeah, but combo like how, decks. Yeah, but how but there's not really any combo decks in standard. I mean in Pioneer. Yeah, like, there are. 
there's Lotus Field, and like that's basically it. Yeah, but I mean, stone, well, combo decks in quotation marks. It kills a lot of archetypes. Like stone yeah, brain, but like how bad? Like, like stone brain. At, at what point do you just go? Okay, you can have the stone brain. It doesn't really kill what I'm trying to do. Like against, uh, for instance, let's just say they're playing against uh, Karuga Fires, right? Yeah. Like, yeah they, okay. They, they I'm gonna go stone brain. Yeah. I'm gonna go stone brain your fires out of your hand, your deck or whatever, right? And they're just like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna continue to do what my deck's gonna do. I don't necessarily need fires, like. Or I'm gonna go get enigmatic incarnations out of your deck. It's like, okay, that's fine. I still have fires in my deck or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I think they just don't want the unhealthy. Traditionally, Wizards doesn't want the unhealthy play patterns of my really good strong deck has a combo finish. Whereas if you just make it a ramp deck with Karn, like yes, you can allow yourself to have one more answer in your board, but how good is that answer if you're still just putting a bunch of power into play and being required to essentially go to combat to attack, right? Like if you're being restricted to basically combat math still, I, I think that the deck is okay. Um, but again, like I said, hot take. It's it's not it's not true that they're going to do that. I'm just saying that I don't think that if they if they played if they took Karn out, I think they'd kill the deck completely. I don't think people would want to play just mono green ramp. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. That I just think I don't know. I just genuinely think that Karn's the card that's probably gonna go. Um, and I, I I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. I think that they will just take Karn out of the format. I just uh, don't see anything else getting banned. People complain yeah, about Shieldred, but Shieldred's like fine. Fable's I think fine. Fa I think Fable could go. Fable honestly. could go too, but I think it's okay. Like it's on par with pioneer like power level wise like it's it's it makes sense you know like i think it definitely does just make sense like fable being a pioneer being in standard fuck no get rid of fable i yeah but I, like no. here's the thing like with mono green being absent in the format rakdos then becomes the best deck again rakdos does just become the best deck yeah and then you're like okay well now i'm getting everyone to play max rakdos mid-range again and we go back to a format where there was 500 Rakdos decks in one room at at a you know at a, any given RC you know so it's like you know do you want to go back to that maybe do you want to go back to like mid rangey format like that or like I don't know I don't know that, I, that's I feel like if they one. get rid of Karn they should get rid of multiple cards in like the top three decks or something I think I think the perfect solution to that like you said it's ban Karn ban Fable problem solved yeah, because red black be red fine. black would still be fine, but it wouldn't have like all these fucked up interactions with Kiki Jiki and or reflection of Kiki, whatever the fuck, copying like blood tithe and locking you out of the game, like shit like that. Yeah, um, I agree. But yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent about Pioneer. I just know we didn't really touch on it, so I was like. I wonder what he thinks will actually get banned on Monday. But... No, for sure. I I agree. I think Karn and Fable should go in Pioneer. Just to prevent Rakdos from being the clear best deck in the format again. Um, modern, realistically, I think the One Ring Grief. Um, that's that's honestly the biggest two like big ones that I can think of. Yeah. I can't think yeah. of anything else that really needs to go. Um, 
standard. Yeah, no, I can nobody see. fucking. I can see them both, but I just don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even talking about standard here. I don't care. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm not gonna care about standard until they say here's the RCQ season that is standard, and then I'll start looking at standard. Exactly. Oh, let, let's talk about that uh, hot take. Do you think they're gonna ban Ren and Six? No, I don't think so either. No, I don't. I don't think they'll touch Ren and Six. I think the only cards that they realistically are looking at are the ones that create non-games, which yep. are Grief and and the One Ring. And um, yeah, those are basically the only two cards that are really, uh, I guess you, as everyone would say, oppressive right now. But yeah, I don't think they're that bad. I think they're fine. What about unbannings? Would you get one unban in Modern? What would it be? I mean, anything? Because it, no, 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 no. Like a realistic unban. Oh, realistic unban? Yeah, what do you think could realistically right. be unbanned in modern? I think Birthing Pod could be realistically unbanned in modern. I, um, I don't think Birthing Pod's very good. I agree. I was thinking the same thing. Um, well, actually, Birthing Pod might still be a problem if they can like ramp it out really fast. No, I, no, I don't think it would. I... I, I I think with the presence of all of the hate that comes along with playing a Birthing Pod deck, I don't think you could actually play Birthing Pod realistically. That's true. We have Besaju, Leyline. We have Besaju, Leyline, Force, Force of Vigor. Yeah. Like, you. Blue Force. There's just tons of things that you could do to deal with Birthing Pod now that I think that the, the card would just be unplayable. Borderline. It'd be borderline unplayable. I agree. I think, I think Pod would be a good unban. I mean, but then again, it's like why unban it, right? Like, yeah, if it's just unplayable, like, why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it's unplayable, like if we think that the card's unplayable, why are we gonna unban it? Like just so that people that like the card can play it. But then like the people that like the card will probably play it for two weeks because they've been sitting on them for forever, and then they'll be like, all right, this deck's actually terrible, and they'll be like, all right, cool, let's move on back to what we're doing. Facts. <clears throat> so, yeah, no, I think Birthing Pod would be one of those cards. Um, they hate they hate free mana, so so unfortunately, Simeon Spirit Guy would stay. Oh yeah, thousand percent. I don't think that card's ever getting unbanned. Same thing with Astrolabe. Um, <clears throat> yeah, someone suggested to me that Astrolabe could be unbanned, and I told them that they bonked their head. Yeah, I don't. Crazy enough, it was the guy that just had surgery. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That just had brain surgery, actually. Um, but yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything really else. Like I, I saw somebody suggest Greenstone Zenith. I don't think that's possible. I don't think that Greenstone Zenith needs to be back in the format. Agreed. Uh, at all. Uh, Artifact Lands? Ponder or Preordain. No, Artifact Lands would be too good. Thank you. I think. I agree too. Um, uh, Ponder Preordain, also too good. I don't think you want to give Preordain or Ponder to any of these blue card decks, like, at all. Yeah. Um, do do I think that they would be playable? Probably not necessarily in a lot of archetypes. But <clears throat> if you're playing, yeah, I think I think I think Preordain would just be super good. <laughs> like Preordain would just be cracked. Same with Ponder, to be honest. They would just both be really good. So I don't think there's anything else that could come off the ban list besides like honestly Pod. I have Ugin would be a safe one, man. <clears throat> you're capping like hell. I just want to cast Reality Smash for me. You can. Yeah, but you it just is, have to have Tron in play. Etron is dog. I mean, true. I just want to be able to cast Thought Not on too. Like that's so good. 
Yeah, you had the opportunity, and now it's gone. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I want to do it with Eldrazi Temple. I want to do yeah, it with well, Temple plus Ayabuga. Yeah, sure, and I want Oko to be unbanned. Okay, That's... no, you're sick. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want from me. I, I want Summer Bloom to be unbanned. How about that? Can I have Ayabugan? No. Okay, then why do you get Summer Bloom? <laughs> the fuck? No, I mean, I don't care. I Actually, I really wouldn't care. Unban Ayabugan, and uh, and I'll take Summer Bloom, and we'll see who wins. Dude, I, I low-key think the sickest unban... I'm gonna, you're going to give me shit for this one. Gitaxian Probe. I fucking love that card. Yeah, of course. We all love that card. I, I still have my foils. I love Get but Probe. I'm, yeah, but that's never going to come off the ban list. Sorry. I know. Hate to break it to you. It's not coming back. I know. Murktide would be, like, by far and away the best. Act. No, I think Death Shadow would be, like, Oh, that too, dude. <laughs> Damn. Blue Black Shadow with Get Probe? Yeah, uh, sign me up. Can you imagine Scam just having Get Probe too? Oh, to see if they should they go were for just the like, scam? Yeah, they're yeah. like, huh, do I scam you on turn one, or do I fury on turn one? All right, cool, let me cast this Let me cast this free spell that lets me look at your hand, and I get to replace it. Hell yeah. They're like, all right, cool, you don't have any cards that I care about with this grief. All right, cool, let me cast this fury, or let me cast this ragavan. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be too good. <laughs> it would be, I agree. But, yeah, no, I'm interested for Monday when they announce the bannings, So Me too. I'm excited for that. I'm ready for the shake-up, baby. Me too. The watch, shake and bake. Watch him not touch shit. Except Pioneer. Okay, yeah. I've also said this because look how long Oko lasted. Yeah. That, that's I, that's always my example. That was a full year. Like, Oko lasted for like over a year yeah. before they banned it. And it was awful. Yeah. Like, it was a, a terrible time to be playing mo like Modern in general. Agreed. Because Oko was everywhere. Yep. And yeah, there was no, there was no like time where you could ever get away from it. So. Oh yeah. I'm excited for Monday. Um, hopefully we'll be able to, you know, record the day of and get it up for Tuesday. So you guys can hear about the bannings. Was there uh, anything else you wanted to cover before we close out the episode? Don't think so. Oh, sounds good. Don't think so. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to episode number 19 of the Completed Podcast. Make sure you check us out on Twitter, at team underscore metamorph. Leave your suggestions there for things you'd like for us to talk about. And uh, leave us a review and uh, drop some love on the pod. Uh, we will see you guys on Monday. We're going to be talking about the bands. Um, and we're going to be kind of going in depth on how those bands are going to affect Modern, uh, assuming they do ban anything in Modern. And I think... I think it's safe to say we might just devote the whole episode to that. Do you agree? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I there'll think... be a lot to unpack once they just decide what they're gonna do. Unless they just don't ban anything, then it's just like, alright, cool. <laughs> like let's just continue to play modern like we are. <laughs> exactly. Or so. if they unban something, we'll be able to go like in depth on how they see and I don't even know where anybody got the inclination that they're gonna unban something. But yeah, I don't know. It's beyond me. Yeah, I I have no clue either. I, I, if they're genuinely trying to make it like Legacy, then that's when I think it's safe to say that we'll see an unban. Correct. I think they just need to unban Hogak and we'll be fine. I agree. Exactly. We have Endurance now. Hogak's trash. I'm with it. No, but yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, we will see you guys in Columbus. 
Uh, we will keep you guys updated on the modern format in the upcoming weeks as we're about to shift into the modern season. Uh, so we're really excited about that. Bye, everyone. Peace.